You're listening to Nightlight. And it's Simon here, back with another edition of Nightlight. Nice to be with you, and I pray that this program will be a blessing to you. Our topic is going to be prayer power, the power of prayer. I've got some inspirations plus reflections to share with you on that topic. As always, got wonderful songs, starting with this one from Philip Johnson.
as you receive grace for the race by seeking the face of Jesus. And of course, you do that by coming to him in prayer. Switch off and switch on to Nightlight. Nightlight. This is Simon Peterson with Reflections. Two friends stood in a large railway station and watched an express train go flying through. What a powerful engine, remarked one of them to his friend, who was the station master of that station. Yes, said the station master, who was a Christian, on the rails. But off the rails, the engine is the weakest thing in the world. And he added, how like the Christian. His power lies in communion with Jesus. But when he leaves the path of communion, he is the weakest person in the world. If you cry unto the Lord With all your heart and all your soul Pour out your life before His throne And seek His face and His alone He'll answer you and give you rest And for you He'll save His best And keep you safe in perfect peace Cause the wind and storm to cease Be still He will If you get quiet before Best and keep 
safe in perfect peace and cause the wind and storm to cease be still he will. That's a classic song on prayer. It's called Desperate Prayer, and that's Pethul. I feel all right when I'm listening to Nightlight. Nightlight. You're tuned in to Nightlight. You're with Night Light, and our special feature this week is on prayer power. You know, God's idea of prayer is not a ritual, but loving and lively communication between the best of friends. But sad to say, most people think that they can't talk to God like that. Some think that they're not religious enough, not righteous enough, or not spiritual enough. Some think that God's too big, He's too far above them. And some think he's too busy to be concerned about them and their problems, which they think must be awfully small to God. Some feel unworthy, not good enough. Some feel guilty or ashamed about things that they've done. Some are even afraid of God. If only they understood how differently God sees it. God wants to have a personal relationship with each of us. And he wants it to be the deepest, most meaningful, most fulfilling, and most rewarding, most natural part of our lives. Now, that's not to say he wants to take away from the other relationships and activities that we enjoy and consider important. To the contrary, he wants to be a part of all that. He wants to make our day-to-day living easier. He wants to give the things we experience greater meaning And he wants to enjoy them with us. In a word, he wants to make our lives better. He wants to add a wonderful new dimension to all that we do. The dimension of his loving presence. How do we establish such a relationship? Especially when we feel small and unspiritual and unworthy. How do we make that connection? Well, the answer is simple. It's through God's Son. Jesus. None of us can really grasp how great and wonderful God our Father is because He and His Spirit are greater than the whole universe. He's so beyond our comprehension that He had to send us someone who could show us His love, someone we could experience, someone who could bring God down to the level of our limited human understanding. And so He sent His Son, Jesus. Jesus lived for 33 years on earth in human form and experienced the joy and sorrows that we as humans experience. Jesus has been here so he can understand us and be the link between us and God. We can get personal with Jesus. He even told us to ask him into our hearts. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. He's the one that we can have direct personal contact with. Jesus is the one that we can approach God through. If you've prayed to receive Jesus as your Savior, well, you already have that connection. 
But if not, you can make it right now by sincerely praying a simple prayer like the following. Dear Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God and that you died for me. I need your love to cleanse me from my mistakes and wrongdoing. I now open the door of my heart and ask you to please come into my life and give me your free gift of eternal life. Amen.
I know that song is written by Francesco Palladino and produced Everlasting Friend, and I think that's his wife, Crystal Begley, singing that beautiful song. And yes, Jesus is and wants to be your everlasting friend. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Once you've got that relationship with Jesus, then of course you need to, just like any relationship, build on it and communicate, communicate with Jesus. And you do that through prayer. And that's the topic on Nightlight Tonight. Prayer. Feeling tired? Get inspired with Nightlight. Prayer opens a channel from our emptiness to God's fullness. It's the connecting link between human needs and divine resources. You must learn to make personal contact with the power of God, to let Him do the work of bringing you joy, health, and happiness. No man or woman accomplishes so much with so little expenditure of time as when he or she is praying. Prayer is so simple. It's like quietly opening a door and slipping into the very presence of God, there in the stillness to listen for His voice, perhaps to petition or only to listen. It matters not. Just to be there in His presence is prayer.
Our special feature this week is on prayer power. And this is how prayer benefits others. Your prayers can not only change things for yourself, but they can significantly improve the lives of others. It's been said that praying for others is not the least you can do for them, but the most. Your prayers move the heart and hand of God to take action on their behalf. Through your prayers, others can receive most of the same benefits that you receive when you pray for the same things for yourself, including comfort, protection, freedom from anxiety and fear, healing, material supply, and more. Because you pray, you are also in a better position to help others directly. The Lord often uses people as his agents on earth, so it could very well be that he wants to use you to help bring about the answer to your own prayers. The very fact you pray for others shows that you're concerned about their happiness and well-being, and this puts you in a position to better understand his loving plan for their lives and how you can help bring it to pass. When you pray for someone who is sick, for example, he may show you how you can help stir their slumbering faith and thereby help accomplish his dual purpose for the affliction, to heal them as a testimony to them and others of his miracle-working power and to cause their relationship with him to blossom. When you spend time with the Lord in prayer, he fills you with the fruits of the Spirit, which include love, joy, peace, long-suffering, temperance, faith, gentleness, meekness, and goodness. And as you receive more of His Spirit, others will see the Lord and His gifts reflected in your everyday life. We all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. On my knees I start my day with you For I know this is a way that I Can help you rise above And so I take the time To stop my hands to still my heart And really plead for you For I see the desperate need strength to you and help you carry on so now I'll take the time to stop my hands to still my heart and really pray for you as you fight to move ahead in your plight upon your bed for the sorrow in your heart and all the troubles that surround I come before the King right now Petition Him to bring you now The strength you need, the faith you lack And for His love to abound And yes, I pray for you I give a choice part of my day to you And I have the faith He'll make a way Take the time to stop my hands, to still my heart, and really cry for you. 
heart empty my eyes for you fully aware that he who died for you now lives to strengthen you and so I take the time to stop my hands to still my heart and really cry for you as you fight to overcome or you struggle with someone as you battle with some task that's far too great for you to win I ask him on my knees right now to bring the things you need right now for light to see his loving hand in all your going through and yes dear one Stop my hands to still my heart And really plead for you So at his feet I intercede for you For I know he knows what's best for you And wants what's right for you And if I take the time to stop my hands To still my heart Surely fight for you Because he loves you That's one of many classic songs from Jerry Palladino, and that's one of his later songs, I Pray For You. Lord, help us to pray more for I others. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. You're listening to Nightlight. Nice to have you with us. Time now just to tell you about our Nightlight Facebook page. You'll find it at Nightlight Shows. If you're a Facebook user, you can search Nightlight Shows, and you'll come right to it. Praise the Lord. We have a song of the day being posted there and also a mottos for success. Also, occasionally, I put an actual full nightlight show there and also a Bible verse plus a lot else more. So please go and check it out. That's Nightlight Shows. Our website is at www.radioact.org and we have at least 50 international nightlight shows posted there, as well as some local Ugandan shows. So even if you're an international listener, you may enjoy to listen to the local programs because there's a lot more of them because it's a nightly program. And I only usually post at the most one international show a week. Lots else there at the website www.radioact.org. You can also access the audio Bible there, as well as a variety of different daily devotionals, plus the, for you young people, the New Beat Show. We have some New Beat shows posted there also. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So go and check it out once again at www.radioact.org. Visit our website at radioact.org. A voyaging ship was wrecked during a storm at sea, and only two of the men on it were able to swim to a small desert-like island. The two survivors, not knowing what else to do, 
agreed that they had no other recourse but to pray to God. However, to find out whose prayer was more powerful, they agreed to divide the territory between them and stay on opposite sides of the island. The first thing they prayed for was food. The next morning, the first man saw a fruit-bearing tree on his side of the land, and he was able to eat its fruit. The other man's parcel of land remained barren. After a week, the first man was lonely, and he decided to pray for a wife. The next day, another ship was wrecked, and the only survivor was a woman who swam to his side of the land. On the other side of the island, there was nothing. Soon, the first man prayed for a house, clothes, more food. The next day, like magic, all of these were given him. However, the second man still had nothing. Finally, the first man prayed for a ship so that he and his wife could leave the island. In the morning, he found a ship docked at his side of the island. The first man boarded the ship with his wife and decided to leave the second man on the island. He considered the other man unworthy to receive God's blessings since none of his prayers had been answered. As the ship was about to leave, the first man heard a voice from heaven booming, Why are you leaving your companion on the island? My blessings are mine alone, since I was the one who prayed for them, the first man answered. His prayers were all unanswered, and so he does not deserve anything. You are mistaken, the voice rebuked him. He had only one prayer, which I answered. If not for that, you would not have received any of my blessings. Tell me, the first man asked the voice, what did he pray for that I should owe him anything? He prayed that all your prayers be answered. For all we know, our blessings are not the fruits of our prayers alone, but those of another praying for us. It's quite a pleasant night when listening to Nightlight. Nightlight. Well, I've picked out from our library some songs on the topic of prayer. And here's one I haven't played for quite some time. This is Haven Sutton, and the song is called Hear Me.
time now for our special feature this week, which is on the power of prayer. You know, it takes time to communicate. There's no way around it. Considering everything else you need to do, it will probably seem like a sacrifice at first to take a few minutes with the Lord before your day begins. It may also seem like an awkward and unwelcome interruption to stop other things later to talk with the Lord. It's a mistake, though, to look at time spent in prayer as time that could have been better used to get things done. Because as busy as you may be, if you take time to pray, you'll be able to get a lot more done than you ever would otherwise. It's an investment. But once you start reaping the benefits, you'll wonder how you ever managed without it. Well, here's a few tips to help get you started. Make a conscious effort. Like any new habit, this will take conscious effort over a period of time. You have to really work at it first. It usually involves a lot of forgetting and some remembering, but in time, you'll find you're remembering to pray more and more and forgetting less. Make it a priority. You always have time for the things you consider most important. Set aside specific times for prayer in your daily routine. King David wrote in the book of Psalms, Evening and morning and at noon I will pray, and he shall hear my voice. If you wait till everything else is taken care of, it will never happen. If you find that one time of day doesn't work well for you, try another. Find a time and place where you can get quiet and where you won't be distracted by other things going on around you. Set attainable goals for yourself, perhaps five or ten minutes once a day to start, and then try to up it to twice a day or more. Prayers don't need to be long. When Jesus' disciples asked him to teach them to pray, the model prayer he taught them, now known as the Lord's Prayer, was only 66 words. It's not how long you pray that counts, but how much you believe, how earnest and sincere you are. Take advantage of spare moments during the day for short pick-me-up prayers. You can do it during a coffee break, when stuck in traffic, while waiting for an appointment, while cooking, while taking a shower, while waiting for the baby to drift off to sleep, while walking the dog, almost any time really. Just focus your thoughts on the Lord and let Him refresh you and give you strength and inspiration to carry on. Even after you get in the habit of praying while you're doing other things, you still need quiet times when you can give your full attention to the Lord and what He has to say to you. If you miss your appointed times one day, well, don't give up. Try again the next day. There's a place feel so lonely There's a place so very near with love so true You can
You know, we stand to benefit so much through prayer. It sometimes seems that we have everything to gain and nothing to give. But that's not the way the Lord looks at it at all. It's true that we need Him for all these things. But the marvelous thing is that He also needs and wants and is in love with us. Time and again, the Bible refers to us as His bride. And nothing could better describe the relationship He wants to have with us. So, what does the Lord want and need from you? Well, much the same things a husband needs from his wife. He desires loving fellowship and heart-to-heart communication most of all. He wants to know that He has first place in your heart. And the way you show Him that is by spending time with Him in prayer and reading His Word. Jesus loves to hear you tell Him how wonderful He is and how much you love Him, how much you adore Him. He loves for you to praise Him. He wants to hear you tell Him how much you need Him. Just like a loving husband would, He lives to supply your every need and knows what you need even better than you do. Still, He likes for you to bring your requests to Him because that shows you're depending on Him. Even He needs to feel needed. And of course, once He's supplied your need, He loves for you to thank Him to show your appreciation. Jesus needs your service. He wants to use you as one of His instruments to help accomplish His will on earth as it is in heaven. He especially needs you to point others to Him and spread His love by being a sample of His loving ways to them. But in order to know specifically what He wants you to do and how to do it, you need to spend time with Him, receiving His directions. Someone leads me through the darkest night. He created the heavens, He created the sun. He created everyone He created the moon And the stars that shine so bright He created the day to live in And for sleep He created night 
Songs from the early days of the Jesus Revolution. Beautiful, beautiful songs. Jesus loves you. Yes, he loves you so much. And the thing that means the most to him is the time you spend with him in intimate communion. And you do that through coming into his presence, through praise and also, of course, through prayer. And prayer is not just speaking your peace to the Lord, like it's a one-way conversation. It's also listening in quietness to hear his voice speaking back to you. Prayer is all about relationship with Jesus. Praise the Lord. Well, we have time for just maybe one more short inspiration and song before the end of the program. And I'll just quickly remind you that we have a prayer line that you're welcome to send a prayer request to if you need prayer. And it's a 24-7 prayer line, which you're welcome to text 
or phone your prayer request at any time. If you have a prayer request, you're welcome to SMS our international prayer line at plus two five six seven eight two five double six triple seven. That's plus two five six seven eight two five double six triple seven. Or email your request to prayer at radioact.org. This is Simon Peterson with Reflections. In praying, we must not forget that our prayers will be answered. Some are answered just as we wish. Some are answered in a different way from what we wish, but in a better way. Some are answered by a change in us. Some by a change in others. Some are answered by the giving of a greater strength to bear trials. And some by the lifting of the trials. Some prayers are answered at once. Some in years to come. And some await eternity. I need thee every hour, most gracious Lord. No tender voice like thine can peace afford. I need thee, oh, I need Savior, I come to Thee. 
And Christie's rendition of that beautiful song, I Need Thee, brings us to the end of Nightlight. Thanks for being with us, and I hope you enjoyed it and that you learned something about the power of prayer. Prayer is powerful. When we pray, things will be different. God will answer prayer. God bless you all. Bye-bye. a lady and a child, a flower growing wild. Jesus knows her every dream. There's a twinkle in her eyes, a hope that never dies. Jesus knows her every dream. Jesus knows her dreams and the longing of her heart He will not forsake, He will not depart She is very frail, but Jesus never fails He's the one who gives her dreams Lord, I want to be a part of